Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, and hello once more. Uh, it is I, Mr. C, Michael Aaron Gossetis, whichever you'd prefer to call me by. And welcome back. Welcome back. I'll welcome myself back. It's great to be back, y'all. Anyways, um, so <clears throat> I kind of really just want to jump into whatever it is I have to say. Um, I didn't really map this out before jumping on y'all. I just, um, kind of touching base, kind of not, kind of am, kind of sort of am, am-ish. Um, been off the air for a minute dealing with family stuff, but, um, essentially speaking, um, it is insane right now. So... You know, I just, I knew at whatever point I was going to jump back in and say hello. Um, really depended on what event was going on around at the time, if that makes sense. Uh, so we just had CPAC over the weekend. I guess, yeah, right. Today is Monday. Right, Monday, March 6th, 2023. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I didn't get to see all of it. Um, I saw parts of it. Um, but it, I think that it's ever so clear now. I think it's, it's more clear than not um, exactly uh where everyone stands you know you kind of take it you, you kind of take uh a bit of a, a detour on this mission um and things play out so interestingly sorry interesting things are very interesting right now ladies and gentlemen things are very interesting right now um things can be seen so easily right now you know i i find myself wondering exactly how many dimensions and timelines i have crossed or i have collapsed into or have been consolidated um when it's not exactly chaotic ladies and gentlemen i mean it seems very chaotic uh, on the threshold at face value. But things seem to kind of be lining up, you know. I don't know if my uh, dip into the void um, promulgated some of that. Like, I just needed to get out of the way, you know. Because um, I'm, I'm, I am literal wild card here ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have to imagine, you know, I come from the era where um, YouTube and making any type of a show doesn't have to be political. Any type of a show uh, becomes a thing to do, right? And I was always told, at least as far back as I can remember, you know, having, having been part of the old uh, I was not necessarily Tea Party, but uh, I was very much active at that time. Um, you know, 
it, it was just about starting a show and talking about politics and talking about your point of view. It had nothing to do with um, fleecing a community of people in order to prosper off of them had nothing to do with that. Okay. Had nothing to do with monetizing your content and becoming an influencer and making all this money and becoming popular. You know, I come from an era of individuals who were engaged and trying to wake up and desperately trying to wake up their friends and their family, you know, their neighbors, uh, all, st all, all the while being looked at real funnily, real sus as uh, the uh, nomenclature has become. And, you know, that's all it was. It was just make a show, get your voice out there, spread the word, spread the information. You know, it, it's not what it has become today. Okay. So, you know, I'm a do-it-yourself kind of guy. Always have been, always will be. Okay. That's just the way I roll. Okay. Uh, I never sought the agent representation, okay? Never sought, uh, you know, some type of, of corporate representation, all right? Never have. I've always done it myself, okay? Always. So, you know, that's, that's where I entered into this arena, okay? That's where I entered into this realm myself, okay? Just make a show and put your thoughts out there, spread the word, do everything you can, okay? Little did I know, ladies and gentlemen, that I stumbled into a huge, huge um, intelligence and uh, operation of sorts, you know? I mean, I'm literally in the middle of it myself, you know? And, and it sucks because, you know... Um, I don't want to be the person that ends up jacking things up because I'm the unknown, right? I'm the wild card. No one knows where the hell I came from, you know? Um, not that not that I am, but at the same time, I don't want to be a telegraph of sorts either. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? I don't want to telegraph, especially for the wrong side, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know... I'm just saying it plainly flat out and in the front, like I'm in the middle of a huge uh, intelligence, uh, internet operation, uh, operation, like right now, that's happening right now. And they're clamping down on the bad guys. And they're, I don't know, it's interesting, y'all. It's interesting. I hope you guys can see it now, okay? I hope you guys can see it. When I take a step back and I look at everything and the way all the players are shaped and shifted now and the way things are going. And I like the way things are going, honestly. But when I take a step back and look at it, um, everything is s starting to, it seems, everything's starting to kind of level out. I don't know if that's the fair thing to say. You know, so... Getting back into it, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you could see by this past weekend CPAC, a lot of the players are put out there. Now, you know, I'm I'm going to be doing my own due diligence and kind of looking into who this, um, uh, who, who is it? 
the schlaps are, right? The schlaps. I, I must have heard Carrie Lake say the schlaps name a dozen times during her speech uh, at CPAC during, was it the Reagan dinner, right? She was the keynote speaker. Um, so I watched that. I watched President Trump's speech, ladies and gentlemen, of the jury, right? You know, anyways, I it was a, I have to look more into the schlaps, okay? Because as far as I am concerned, uh, we had a whole bunch of, I mean, CPAC was a whole bunch of rhinos. I mean, we had, we had like, for example, Winsome Sears was present. Okay. Candace Owens was present. Okay. Uh, Nikki Haley was present. And, and then of course, a whole bunch of other individuals that, um, uh, you, 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 sus, right? Mike Pompeo, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard, uh, Marsha Blackburn, Elise Stefanik. Okay. I mean, these are people that uh, President Trump and a lot of Republican um, cheerleaders will, you know, vouch for. Okay. I don't personally vouch for many of the people that were present. Okay. Uh, the um, Frank LaRose, uh, Lee Zeldin, um, Abe Hamaday. Um, panel was very interesting. Uh, if you guys um, were paying attention to that, I mean, just the fact that Frank LaRose is on the stage and CPAC is there greasing his wheels to be in a Senate position. Same thing with Lee Zeldin, uh, who, you know, uh, everyone sees as, of course, America first, make America great again. He's He took several literal physical hits during his whole campaign season. Now thinks that we should what uh, we should be uh, ballot harvesting like the democrats and then what and then what and then and then we'll have all 50 in a tizzy to uh you know uh, make ballot harvesting legal does that make any sense it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever okay uh there was this whole debacle and this whole debacle going on um, <clears throat> with the breakout sessions that I had seen. Uh, and I got to say, guys, and I have to be absolutely 100% honest. Um, if, who on earth in 2023 believes that the machines are okay and we need the machines? Okay. This is the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the brain to understand moment ladies and gentlemen, that is fast upon us now. I think the American public sees it. I don't know that the establishment has been, I don't think they want to acknowledge it, honestly. I really don't think that they want to acknowledge the fact that the American people are not on the side of the GOP. Um, I've heard it said that if President Trump had not been a speaker, uh, if uh, Carrie Lake had not been there, if... Um, if James O'Keefe had not been there, you know, they really would not have sold a ticket. I don't doubt that for CPAC, honestly. I don't doubt it. Um, it the establishment showing you who they are right now, guys. I mean, let's not forget, we had a whole bunch of Trump naysayers there, okay? And um, I had written an article that I published on the Sea Report recently uh, that I believe mentioned mentioned uh the america first policy institute okay 
Yeah, it's called Trump Traders is the name of the article at thecreport.com. If you haven't read it, I just published it uh, within a week and a half or so. And, um, you know, here's the thing. No one has President Trump's record. That was the last one of the last things I was saying before I went off the air. And uh, that's one of the first things I'm saying now, you know. No one has President Trump's record. Sorry, Ron DeSantis. Sorry, George Soros. Right. And that's another that's another avenue onto itself, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about, you know, Ron DeSantis and George Soros. We're not going to really go there today. I mean, maybe we will. But, you know, while um, President Trump and the rest of these, well, because, you know, to me, it's they're milking President Trump for his, you know, they're trying to make the people still believe that the Republican Party is part of the people. That's why Trump is included, okay? It has nothing to do with them actually approving Trump. Look at everyone else that was speaking at that, you know. I mean, yeah, we had some good speakers, like I said, but, I mean, overall, what the heck, you know? What the heck? So, you know, we have... CPAC happening in DC, you know, DeSantis doesn't go, Pence doesn't go. Pence, you know, like I said, he's, he's the, uh, he's the golden boy of the Council for National Policy. Okay, this is a, an establishment rhino, think tank, do tank, funding tank. Okay. So, you know, I mean, that's not like uh, to do the, uh, do the, um, uh, what are the names again? The ones who run the Schlapps, Matt Schlapp and, and Mercedes Schlapp. Do they, do they cavort with the CFNP? I mean, I could look it up right here now, guys. I mean, I'm doing this, this uh, episode today because I just, I need to touch base with you all again. I don't know when I'll be on the air. Um, 100% go again, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about that another time, but here, let me, let me see Schlapp and the uh, Council for National Policy. Let's just look it up. I know you guys can't see what I'm doing over here on the computer. And this uh, is going to be a uh, podcast episode and I'll, uh, I'll get it onto the other, um, the other sites eventually, slowly, surely. I will do. Okay, so I'm looking for Schlapp and I'm looking for national policy. And I got a couple, I got a few. I got a few uh few uh, articles here I could follow from. Let's see, um, this article from The Guardian, top Republicans rub shoulders with extremists in secretive right-wing group leak reveals. This is from September 2021. Mm, I'm just interested in seeing if the schlaps are included in here. Let me go ahead and... Oh, there is no schlap here. <laughs> Hey, it's worthwhile. I'll keep that. I'll keep the article up for later. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. So, anyways, guys. Um, I, I mean, I, I would have to look into them more. So, incidentally, I guess you all know 
I'll probably be checking into that. Aha! Apparently Nick Fuentes was trying to get into CPAC. I don't see why he would try. Unless he's just, of course, trying to stay relevant. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we won't go. Uh, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't veer far too often. I'm finding a whole bunch of other interesting articles, actually. A whole bunch of interesting articles. But nothing that I am interested in reading myself. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and move forward. Okay. So as I was saying, we had uh, we had a CPAC happening, of course, and then of course DeSantis and Pence. Again, Pence being the national council for national policies, like golden child, basically, I would say. I know I'm being facetious, but anyways, uh, you know, they're in Texas and in California. Okay, so that's another interesting thing there too. You know, um, Texas and California have uh, uh, well, let's just put it this way: border states. Okay, I mean southern border states. Um, they have really begun to have a spotlight shined on them, so to speak, um, because of uh, what's been going on in Arizona. And now that's another thing, another point uh, that's come up recently that um, I had wanted to speak about, um, because that's another thing I just see happening like crazy, like really crazy. And... Um, so basically, and I wanted to do this on my Rumble. Uh, there's a couple of hearings that I wanted to post on my Rumble page. And uh, to those of you who want, listen to the podcast, uh, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you might be and whatever time you might be catching this podcast at, it's great to uh, be here with you all again. Um, make sure you head over to my Rumble page and I'll probably get those posted soon because I've been out of the loop for over a month and a lot has happened in a month and there have been a lot of hearings and a lot of uh committee meetings and a lot of uh, adjudications and stuff like that that have been happening some of which i wanted to uh, capture on my rumble page so i'll probably do that soon um and one of those included the hearing in arizona uh, wherein uh, they were doing it was an election election integrity hearing and uh, we had, uh, what was it, one uh, Jacqueline Berger, right, I think was her name, um, reveal some very, very interesting information regarding money laundering deeds with the cartel and um, with uh, sitting members of court, courtrooms, uh, you know, uh, state houses, uh, and, and then on. Uh, and, and it's interesting because that, that story itself... Um, it seems to be kind of, to me, it seems like it's kind of being swept under the rug. Okay. Um, because the information couldn't be vetted. Um, 
I don't know. I saw a lot about that stuff going on there too, guys. Uh, it's just really, really interesting what's happening right now in this country. And um, I just don't know. It, it's interesting to see all of the... It's interesting to see uh, all of the activity that's going on around these stories. Um, and, and everything is just happening in a way that it's so in front of your face. There's so much more analysis um, than I can give you right now. Um, the cartel and the deed story is so important it's so important um i know people are waiting on proof to be there i i know that if you were to do research into this on your own there's so many different avenues and so many different things you'd have to look into i mean we're talking like thousands of deeds is what was talking about uh, including judges, you know, which reminds me of the panel from CPAC with that Frank LaRose, Secretary of Snakes guy, the treasonous man. He's uh, that dude should that dude, you know, if people were paying attention to what happened in Ohio. And, and you know, I get it like Abe Hamaday had his own his own election to deal with in Arizona. They had their own thing going on. He can't pay attention to what's going on in other states, I'm sure. But to be on a stage with someone like Frank LaRose, okay, World Economic Forum dude, okay, I mean, who's done the worst of the worst uh, and lying to his constituents, the people of Ohio and the people of America about uh, election integrity, um, the security of the elections, uh, the, the machines themselves. Okay, and all of the above, even even to this, even down to the certification. Okay, that man is such a snake. I can't believe that he even had a seat at CPAC. Okay, like that bad. Like this guy is that rhino. I cannot believe he even had a seat at CPAC. Okay. And had other people been paying attention to what was going on in Ohio, they could have called him out and they should have called him out. But that tells you and it shows you, America, exactly how much of a con is being run on the people. It goes deep. And you know what? That deeds thing with the cartel, it does explain everything. If we can actually get the information and everything together to where it's not conjecture and it's not just people having confirmation bias okay like for example you know when the host tells Abe Hamaday at CPAC yeah I wonder what's going on in Maricopa County it's because they know they're all bought and paid for you know you know and this is all this is conjecture and speculation but you know you know uh, good old he who will be named on this broadcast, John McCain and his good old boy network there in Arizona. And what were they like? The gold stars or the superstars or the whatever they had. They had networks in Texas. 
I'm sure they have networks in California. Now, what if John McCain was the link between the cartels, right? And getting them into business, right? In the States, okay? Because this, this cartel thing and the deed thing goes apparently all the way up to Illinois, which makes sense, right? Okay, and, and other places, but in Texas for sure. And then we have DeSantis in Texas and in California. Border states, I think cartel, okay? The cartel thing is going to, what, slip through our fingers? You know, when, when, when this is probably, this is a new route, ladies and gentlemen. You know, one of the first things that I thought was, holy shit. So what if people like Katie Hobbs is a victim? Okay. What if uh, she's under duress? What if they're like, the cartel's going to kill you. They're going to give you a good old Sicilian necktie, Katie Hobbs, if you don't let us, you know, uh, launder money in your name. You know, uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, by any means trying to diminish all of the uh, egregiously illegal, unlawful, downright treasonous actions that Katie Hobbs has taken. But that, the frame, the frame of the cartels controlling the cities, uh, doing laundering money through houses uh, and, and mortgages, it makes sense, okay? The th from the things that I have seen, from the drug houses to the whore houses uh, to all of these people eventually working for the city and the government. It all makes sense. Makes sense DeSantis would be here in Texas, okay? It makes sense that they would uh, allow abortion to be uh, totally wiped out of Texas when they have such a huge trafficking industry in here. They don't need abortion, but they're going to fight for it. You know, San Antonio, look out, you know, because uh, on your May elections, right? City elections in May. Yeah, that, that's right. That's uh, uh, what we're exactly two months from today. Okay. You know, they're going to try and legalize abortion in San Antonio. They're going to try and decriminalize it in San Antonio. Okay. They're going to try and decriminalize San Antonio for abortion within city limits, and they are using decriminalizing marijuana to draw the vote out, you know, to draw the vote out. So this way they have enough physical bodies to slap that digital uh, ID on whenever they decide to steal the vote. Because no one was gonna, no one was gonna vote to decriminalize abortion if it hadn't been for decriminalizing marijuana. I'm sure. Okay, that's another thing that's coming up. Okay, guys, that's another thing. Anyways, a lot has been happening over the last few months. I'm sure a couple of few weeks, a couple of months. I'm sure you guys all know. You know. I'm sure you guys recognize. I'm sure, like most of us, we're all looking for a voice of reason out there. Well, I am no voice of reason, ladies and gentlemen, so I don't know why you're listening to this broadcast, but I thank you for being here. I'll be back shortly, I'm sure. I just need to find my voice again. Till then, America, take care. God bless, be safe, and be blessed. We'll talk to you later. Bye.